is here. You are free if you believe. Get up and see. There ain't no we. There ain't no future see. If we all don't get up and believe. Believe in the air, the earth, the fire, water, mother, children. Believe in the trust. Believe in love. Believe in the trust of love. It is enough. Don't let them screw with you. You know what to do. When they say no, tell them who said ho. Get your clothes, grab your bags, and hit the road. conservative. My name is Chaz Neal. Uh, today I am brought with me today a special, special uh, co-host. Um, and I want to introduce to the world, don't play with me. Uh, <laughs> What's up? What's up? So uh, also Jontel is here. Uh, co-host, executive producer. You already know, you already know. Grand Rising, everybody. Good morning to you. Hope all are well. And shout out to Don't Play With Me. Thank you for having me on the show, guys. Always. Uh, And we are being brought to you today by the Leon Black Independent Media. We are all about transparency, truth, and accountability. The Urban Conservative is all about the news on the streets, gun violence, crime, politics, and how we solve our community's most hardest issues. How can we change our communities for the better? Let's get back to family, community, foundational roots. Let's make sure nobody gets left behind. Shut up and help. Um, You know, I always start off with a quote. Um, And today's episode, what we're talking about today is Tough Truth Tuesday. And I want people to know that, and this is from Malcolm. If you for tomorrow, belong to those who prepare for with everything that is going on. uh, And see, we're being left behind. Um, And I'm really going to talk about some stories that, honestly, I feel need to be talked about. Uh, there needs to be a change. Uh, 
because it's not just a change with our police that we need to be out here just fighting for. We need to be out here fighting for for justice, for our community. Um, and there was a situation in Northeast Minneapolis four days ago, uh, standoff, not sure how long it, it, it went on, but they called it a standoff, so I'll call it that too. Um, but it was released, no charges. One month old baby. And, you know, as, as somebody that had seen their mother um, go through, and, and I want people to know this was in the morning, early in the morning, 1.58 in the morning, because in, in police time, they use military time. So this all is, is beyond ridiculous to me that, and if you go down on this tweet, uh, and big shout out to uh, Crime Watch because um, they really keep it 100. Uh, they really don't. They out here telling us what the police ain't telling us or what our elected officials ain't telling us. Because this man literally got out no charges. And I think there's some reasonings behind that. Uh, and that's part of for me that the system is fucked up. Mm -hmm. It's because how I, I don't know how as a somebody that is a domestic not and not speaking for myself, but I wonder how as you know, you have so many women that go to the police for help um, and never receive that help either from the courts are from the police themselves because protection orders don't necessarily work. Right. It doesn't. As a survivor, you know who has asked for protection orders, was denied protection orders. You know, our society and our system feels like we don't need it. And I'll be wondering if our government system is the ones that are the abusers or the ones that are getting abused and feel like it's okay to be silent. See, and, and that you speak on a good point because, you know, um, growing up in, in the black community, you know, one thing is that was instilled into my head is what happens in the house stays in the house. Right. You know, um, I don't know if I honestly do believe that that goes on today, but even more to uh, a further extent to a degree. Yeah, because, you know, they got a cold always on the streets. You know, right. if you see something, don't say nothing because you consider it a snitch, you know. Yeah. And if they don't get you out here on the streets for being a, stri a, a snitch, I'm sorry, right. then they'll get you out in prison from being a snitch what it comes from the shame of the way the white man has perpetuated a certain kind of like level of uh we have to we're always constantly trying to prove ourselves to break those stereotypes um but it's also a reflection of the way we're trying to appeal to the white man and fit into this capitalist system so we hold our own uh counterparts highly accountable and criticize them 
way more than we do our other brethren of other shades if you if you will so going back to the kanye situation that's why we're slandering him so much more than other uh people because it makes us and that goes back to the whole thing of people saying oh it makes we making each other look bad well other people other races don't feel that way about their own perspective people we do and we're so critical because of the way that the rest of society treats us as a whole anyway right definitely and and because you because we definitely do get penalized punished uh differently than everybody else does we, we definitely get penalized differently than everybody else does because we're so quick to just jump on to the next big story i mean it's I I get tired of jumping from name to name to name to name to name, but our story to story to story, and it's like people still won't wake up. But you have all these woke people out here, right? And that's what sickens me because it's not just you know when we say Black Lives Matter, I don't mean that just to about police because I want my Black Lives Matter my black life to matter everywhere in the system not just to police because i see my black sisters right and 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 i'm speaking from to my black sisters right now my black queens because y'all don't get enough recognition you don't get the love uh and, and neither does the black man but right now i'm speaking to my, my sisters uh because the system wants to hold you down. They don't want you to be in a committed, loving, unconditional, family-oriented house. They want you to be that single mother that is depending on the system. Because when you try to be a family, they try to come in there and conquer that by any means necessary. Check this out. I see you appears to vanish in Russia as lawyers admit they don't know where she is. And this speaks to what you were saying. A black woman, especially one of the most oppressed at the bottom of the spectrum, a black lesbian woman, the world is, is trying to forget about her. And we're saying no. We're, we're not going to forget about her. And we're, we've had enough of y'all trying to smear, you know, slide people under the rug. I, for one, am not. This is a black woman who needs our help in the world is silent just like when a young black girl or a young biracial girl or a young latina girl goes missing people want to smear it under the rug or don't even want to report an amber alert that's an issue facts and one thing i don't like about this amber alert with everything going on in today's society whether you black or white i don't like how it takes forever for them to issue it out or whatnot. I feel like when a parent is calling their child out missing, it should go out right away versus on waiting a couple of hours or 24 hours or anything like that. Cause that's enough time for that predator to skip town or to kill mm. our child. Mm -hmm. So that Amber alert, I feel as a community all across the United States, 
needs to find a way to change that now. It worked probably a couple of years ago, but I don't feel like it's working now. Too many of our babies are being killed. Too many of our babies are now still being snatched up and being found dead. There's a, another case to where we're going to discuss later to where this child was missing for five hours mm. and was raped by her uncle. So we have to sit up here and change that Amber Alert some typical way and let our Congress, because I, I blame more so the, the people that's sitting in them seats right. in Congress than I do the White House or rather it's even in our own states. That has to be changed because I'm tired of our babies being killed. I'm tired of it. And it, and it ain't even, it, it's even deeper than that because it's, we are so um, left, left behind because what's crazy is I'm going to tell you how America does not care uh, about black people. Because John Tell's about to put up a story, and this is before Brittany Griner, that you had an American Israeli woman that got caught with weed in uh, Russia, but was pardoned by Putin. Now, why can't we get Brittany? Why can't we get Brittany? I, I don't understand that. Russia is at war. I feel like she's being held as a political rip, a political prisoner, a POW for the simple fact that they have that, that they could literally do something to her. Yeah, definitely. If we, why, why are we not paying attention to that? Because I feel like honestly that she needs us. She definitely do. I mean, that's weed. Nine years in a Russian penal colony? I don't even know what the hell that is. I know it's prison. It's okay, so it's it's people get lost in there and don't come out. Put it that way. Shit, that's Rikers. Yep. That that's uh that, that's plenty of of um American prisons because you could go to shit Cook County Jail is it, ridiculous. So my question is: is how can we reach out to her, let her know that we are supporting her, and to making sure that she can still communicate to us? Shit, I don't even know. Right, I'm her trying being to all the way over there. Because she might not, I don't know. I don't know how they right, do it I over there. Really... But I just feel like, you know, she needs some type of connection on a, you know, from us to where she can let us know how she's doing as she's doing her turn. Right. And that's crazy. That, it, that sickens me. That's really sickening. More than sickening. Well, it's so Russia houses nearly half a million prisoners all across all across its incarceration facilities. 
Wow. One of the highest rates in Europe, according to the World Prison Brief. Though numbers have declined in recent years, in contrast to most parts of the world, the level of supervision and restrictions placed on inmates today depends on what kind of facility they are sentenced to. Not all require labor. I think she was sentenced to a labor camp. Mm. So basically, she's probably being treated as a slave. Please, yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's another thing that we got to find a way to end slavery. But I yeah. always say it's about who we vote for. And So they interview a, a person that was in one of their labor camps. And he said, you are forced to do things you would never do in normal life. You are forbidden to talk with other convicts. They force you to learn the list of names of the employees. You are on your feet all day from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. You are not allowed to sit down. Do they not allow you to read? They do not allow you to write a letter. It can last two weeks. It can last three weeks. Wow. 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 That's insane. So that means that that she definitely cannot write us. (laughs) Wow. They make them sit there and watch Russian federal channels. Oh, they wow. Wake up, they wake up at six in the morning. You go out to the courtyard nearby, listen to the national anthem of Russia every day, the anthem of the Russian Federation. Mm-mm. Wow. No, not to visit that country. Hell no. Hell no. They don't, they don't do well with black people. Damn. Hell no. It is. While Issa Char languished in a se- in a cell, that was that was a tongue twister. While Issa Char languished in a cell, slowly learning Russian and writing in her journal, a political tete-a-tete, I don't know what that says, was playing out behind closed doors. Her fate became tied to an unrelated case involving an Israeli Supreme Court decision to extradite an alleged Russian hacker to the U.S. Griner was detained in February. And Griner's lawyer admitted that the vape canisters were hers, but said she had taken them to Russia unintentionally. So, Ishtar, this was from 2019. Do you know of what has happened to her since? Who, the lady? Yeah. Yeah, she got out. Okay, okay. Yeah, in the beginning, that's her sitting doing the interview. If you go all the way up to the top. There was an interview. Yeah, they spoke with her. She only did like 10 months. Wow. And I noticed there was a lot of Russians in my mom's um, apartment building. And you're right. They don't like us. They they did, definitely didn't like my mother at once. <laughs> oh, they do, man. I don't really think anybody like black people. That's because I think honestly, that's the way it, that it's the indoctrination and what they're taught. Right. Um, and it's more so like homog- more so homogenous countries like China or Russia that the way that we're portrayed in the media is a certain way. So for especially China and Japan, like they will come up to you. You could be on the subway and they will grab your hair. They will pull at you and yank on you. There's stories of like people that have gone there for work and that are followed by mobs of people because they're fascinated with you or 
they're outright terrified of you because in media you're portrayed as a criminal or you're portrayed as some kind of celebrity so it's one or the other it's never as a regular ordinary person with human feeling um in russia in ukraine it's outright discrimination as we saw with the war on ukraine and black ukrainians that are students and they're on work visas and some that are actual citizens being met with lots and lots of discrimination, being met with lots of racism, um, being kept from leaving the country when all the whites were able to flee, blacks were kept from leaving the border in Ooh. zero and, and under degree temperatures, some with babies, they wouldn't let the women uh, uh, out uh, or anything. Um, so these people were, were met with even more uh, deadly force and uh lives by russian forces than your general ukrainian population but they won't talk about that the only thing they're talking about are the massive amount of white ukrainians that have been raped and tortured and shot in the back of the head and put in massive graves what about the black ones because yeah. ukrainians are black too but they won't talk about that. Just like me and Chaz were talking about earlier, there are black Mexicans, there are black Venezuelans, there are black Panamanians, there are black people in every, there's a song by Vivian Green. If y'all know who Vivian Green is, look her up. She's a popular Philly neo soul singer, one of my favorite singers. And she has a song talking about, we are everywhere. We are everywhere. Amen. Little history lesson. Uh, I believe it's like 60 or 80% of South America is black and brown. But they won't talk about that because the people who run South America are uh, genetically mostly white. You know, most of South America is still mostly indigenous populations. So when we think of what we think of as what looks like a Mexican is like actually an indigenous person genetically we we look at you know them as beneath us because of the way that it's the stereotypes right but those are indigenous people we need to show them respect we automatically see a certain look and we think mexican but guess what people that are hispanic can be ancestrally asian they can be ancestrally white they can be ancestrally black so again there are black mexicans there are white mexicans in their media, the only people you see are white people. In Brazil, the only people you see on the media, for the most part, are whites. But most of Brazil is black. There are whole states with nothing but black people. Like Bahia is is the is like the biggest concentration, one of the biggest concentrations of black people and West African black descended people outside of Africa. Like the transatlantic slave trade, most. Yeah. Slaves were brought to Brazil and South America, not the not the United States. They were brought to the Caribbean and Brazil and South America. But we won't talk about that though. We want to focus right. on, you know, the slaves here, which is is all fine and dandy and true as we should. But in the broader scope of things, we need to not forget the fact that we are everywhere. And there's a point to all of us banding together across the diaspora because there are movements going on everywhere. African countries, the descendants of the this the the further the successive generations excuse me of uh colonies 
from European powers are now rising up. They're not just demanding their crown jewels and the things that were taken from them that are in sitting in European museums. They're also demanding reparations for uh, French colonies, former colonies that, by the way, pay reparations to the country of France for being, quote unquote, free, which I don't know if y'all know that's not free right if you had to pay for your freedom how free are you and another thing that goes to bring uh haiti into it because haiti was the first uh black free nation right to to free themselves from quote-unquote slavery and colonization um but guess what they had to pay for it and they just finished paying it off not that long ago but guess what? The world still shits on them and economically prevents them from rising up on top of the fact that they've been paying, you know, their former colon colonizers back for being free because the Europeans said, oh, you want to rise up against this? Well, it's going to cost you. You have to do this, this and this. And that was a model for how they enacted or freeing the rest of the other colonies but at the same time for example you're and i'm going off on a whole tangent but the uk still runs australia new zealand canada they still ran jamaica barbados and a bunch of other like caribbean countries for the longest time these countries now are rising up and saying we've had enough Wow. I don't know if y'all paid attention in the news as well. I think it's Barbados and it's another country that finally cut ties and they had like this whole formal ceremony and everything and Prince William went um, on behalf of like the UK and it was really weird. It was like it was really awkward to see to see them acting that way. Um, oh, but actually weird. It, well, yeah. But like, this is what needs to happen at the same time. Like, and not for nothing, like they were Barbados, they were like kind of, they were snarky and rude about it, but it was well, it was a long time coming to see something like this happen on camera for the world to see. It set a new precedent. And I yeah, think- Yeah, but what does it matter if the people don't even understand what's happening? I think it's going to take a little time. Like it's a domino effect that's happening. And hopefully us here in America domestically, hopefully we take note of that as black Americans, like seeing what the rest of the world, as far as black people around the world are, are standing up for themselves and doing collectively, like it, it's going to snowball. And eventually my thought is that we're all going to end up banding together. If we start looking around, you know what I mean? And to be in a bigger scope of things, all the black and brown countries since the pandemic have been rising up. It's right. not environmental issues and climate change and like uh, the sea rising. A lot of the sea, uh, the uh, countries that are affected by this, the sea rising are poor black and brown countries. The economic um, issues of flooding and uh, pollution and smog and the pandemic and vaccines, all of these things coming to end the economy too, and the famine brought on by the war on Ukraine, all of these things coming to a head now are forcing the world to be like, yo, what the fuck is, okay, we're done. We are done playing the fucking game. That's why they're, they're partnering up with Russia and China. And you know what? I don't blame them. I wish we could, but we're here in fucking America. 
All right, now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta no, love them. Right. And my, you know, this what, what is, is crazy, right? Is I'm, I'm glad that you just said all of that. Right. And then the crazy thing is half the shit that you even say, we talk every day. And right. I ain't even, even heard of none of this shit. What? Right. Just you know what I'm saying? Right. So you got, this is my thing about it is, is when it comes to knowing what is going on, what we're educated about and what we're not educated about, we're really left behind. And it, I feel like it, it, well, it ain't even feel, I know it's designed that way to keep us behind because you look at some of the biggest things in the world um that we we buy but we think that diddy owns Chirac or uh you know amigos own balenciaga or something man them niggas just wear it they go in there and blow 200 grand on them watches on them on Go spend thousand dollars on a pair of pants to wear another white to wear a white man name. Not their own names. Mm-hmm. A white man name. Yeah, I and never that's why, that. I never that's why we still don't have that's why we don't have another Tulsa yet. Another hmm. Greenwood. Because we're not investing in our own communities anymore. And it's not our fault. But we still have to hold ourselves accountable for the fact that that's what the reality is currently. Right. No, and I under, I get that, but you know what's crazy is because I see some of these companies that are still around that are like even when I was a kid wearing clothes. But what happened to Fubu? Mm. A black owned. Yep, they're still around, and they they did make a comeback. But they're not as big as they used to be. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That that's the point that I'm getting at because it's they got rid of it's still out there. But I remember I used to rock football or even masterpiece clothing. That's why I would rather wear custom mm-hmm. than the rock designer because I know at the end of the day, I'm my own brand. And when right. people start to realize that, instead of trying to be like the masses and look like asses, mm-hmm. then we can finally get somewhere. But we got way too many asses out here to even to even put a dent in anything right now. And, and we're going to show you why we believe that uh, when we get back after after this short break. Uh, today is Tuesday, so uh, we'll be right back after this short commercial break. And you are tuned in to the Urban Conservative. Thank you. 
Believe in the trust of love. It is enough. Don't let them screw with you. You know what to do. When they say no, tell them who said ho. Get your clothes, grab your bags, and hit the road. Don't surround yourself with those who reject throws along bouts of negatives and no codes. Living off of so and so. You deserve more. You have so much in store. Let go of the past. The past don't last. The last, let it go. The past, let it go. And don't let your fear show. Grab a hold of your life. I said hit the road. You are worth it. You deserve it. You deserve life. Freedom. Justice. Respect. You deserve love. It's a life. Radiate the shit, y'all. We gotta lift each other from the bottom up. We are all mother's children. It's your life. It's here. You are free. If you believe. When they tell you move, ask who said you. I refuse to succumb to the needs of the few. I'm one for the many. You should be too. Get your life. Ride the wave and let it rock. The sight, the sound, your mind. This life, tick tock. When they see you down, let them see you get back up. We have all had enough. Set your path and know your goal. Don't give a fuck. Say your truth. Say it loud. Say it. You got it now. You have the power. You have the needs. Needs need met. There ain't no fee. The system charges mother won't guard us cause we ain't backing her. We back the corporations that don't give a fuck. That don't give us love. The scraps and I kiss my ass. You can have cancer, but I'ma take your land and water ain't free no more. Pay up, motherfucker. Get your life. It's free. You are free. If you believe. All you gotta do is believe. Feel the roots. Plant the seeds. Drop the crumbs. See who bleeds. Drop the crumbs, see who it feeds. Get your life. Y'all know this. It's in you. Get your life. Get your life. Get your life. Get your life. Haha. <laughs> you know this. Say it.
like, subscribe, and share. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Urban Conservative. Uh, Chaz actually, at the moment, is, you know, laptop has crashed, so we're waiting for him to hop back on if he's able to, but um, I'm still here joined with Don't Play With Me. Uh, what you doing? Washing dishes? You there? Well, maybe she is uh, busy as well. I'm waiting for Chaz to hop back on here. Uh, let's see what is going on in the world. Uh, we do have a couple new shows coming out, so look out for that. Hope you are staying safe and warm where you're at. I know there's been a lot of stuff going on that we will be reporting on very soon. Look out for a new episode of Revolution News Link coming very soon and find your boots. looks like i'm going to post in the comment section a an article about a recent shooting you there so uh don't play with me yeah i'm here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I don't know what happened to our our uh, driver, um, but the situation at hand, we're just going to man this thing. Um, maybe we'll have to close out a little early, which is fine, uh, because I don't think we had anything else that we were going to bring up today. Uh, we did mention that there were a string of mass shootings that happened 
lately uh i just posted the link in the comment section that's what i just put on the screen about this uh shooting in charlottesville virginia yeah and then i think i had just shared something that happened not too long ago here i'm not mistaken i don't know if it happened here or somewhere else but yeah this was a this was in virginia okay looks like uh we shall still end the show with uh i'm gonna tell him this look chaz get your life together i ended (laughs) it (laughs) (laughs) yo nah for real this is what happens when you uh you want to you run web shows, you run the risk of having stuff like this happen. So it's, it is what it is. Um, here we go. Uh, it's all love. It's all love. Welcome back, my friend. Technical is the difficulties. Chaz, you there? Can you hear me? Yep. My router crashed. Uh, not my router, my laptop. Let me get that correct. Oh, man. So where are we at? We were talking about so far the Virginia shooting and three young guys that were football teammates were killed at the university. That's just sick to me. It's just, uh, yeah, I I don't even got no words for it anymore. Even with, did you guys talk about the DNA kits, the rape kit? Um, no, we haven't talked about that. No, we haven't talked about that. Let's get that into that. Yeah, let's, let's, let's jump into that. Um, and this is what sickens me about America, because we just talked about women not getting justice when it comes to domestic abuse. Um, And now it it takes forever sometimes to get justice uh, for rapes. And, and, And it sickens me to even see that this man was free uh, for 12 years, 12, years before they finally got him and it's like they these people and i'm just gonna say people at this point these elected officials the police to me that definitely shows that they're not here to protect and serve our justice judicial system isn't here to give us accountability um, not when you're black, brown, poor. And it sickens me. Because when are we ever going to be, people are going to care about us. Yeah, it sickens me too. And I'm, like I said, I'm just tired of it. It's like, okay, we have to wake up. We always saying, you know, we can defend for ourselves. But really, 
I feel like when it comes down to the rape kits, as we're waiting versus on letting these people that could possibly have raped us out on free bond or whatever you want to call it, they should be serving their time as they're waiting for the DNA test because DNA, as we know, is what I've researched can take weeks, months. They're saying that it's so backed up Okay, what can we do to make it unbacked up? I know there are women out here and ladies. I hope the ones that are not real mm. stop. That tells everything right there. A lot. Look yes. at the skin color of that little baby. And she's 22 now. You got to think about this. This happened there when she was 10. Yeah, it just, it makes me like, you know, Let's watch this video, listen to it, cause and I want trigger warning for people, cause I know this isn't this isn't easy for a lot of people. Untested for years, and tonight one of those alleged victims speaking out, sharing her story of torment and frustration with the criminal justice system. Here's Fox 9's Paul Bloom. Within the first five like mentally, emotionally. We're not identifying this woman who reports surviving a frightening sexual assault at gunpoint in June 2010. A male suspect approaching her and her friend at a Minneapolis bus stop. They'd end up terrorized at this Richfield Park near 63rd and Nicollet Avenues. She can still hear the guy's commands in her head all these years later. He was just saying things like, "Don't if you scream, I'm gonna shoot her. Because my friend was like, a little scared and he like it she was like loud and he was like if you scream i'm gonna shoot her after the attack the alleged victim recalled the assailant telling the friends to close their eyes he took off the pair then reported the assault to minneapolis police at the hospital they submitted to rape examinations and brought investigators right back to the park where additional suspect dna evidence was collected off the ground the case files submitted to the bureau of criminal apprehension for testing the woman at the time confident authorities quickly find the man responsible. You got a DNA that same day. It's not like they waited or it deteriorated or they didn't have any anything on them because they've had the DNA since that exact night. But what happened next no. in the bewildered? The evidence never tested. Wow. See, had learned the women had sex with known partners before the assault. And the Bureau wanted to eliminate their DNA from the suspects. When they asked for the additional information, investigators reportedly said at the time they were now no longer able to track down the pair of victims. The woman admits in the moment she did give a bogus name because she had an arrest warrant active and didn't want to get in trouble, but believes now there is no excuse not to have run the DNA tests. The DNA of the suspect. Can I just say something? And on the ground. So if you got what was on the ground and you got what was on us, that's the that's the perfect link. It had absolutely nothing to do with uh, pre. You know what's really you know what's really fucked up. Law enforcement can use our records as civilians against us. Our Thank you. Ain't that crazy? Because I'm glad you just but, said that. But but when they have a lengthy criminal record and then they go up for something, it's never used against them. But man. I'm I'm glad that you took the words right out of my mouth, uh, Mr. Matthew Scott. 
um, for the simple fact of that I literally made a police report and then people ran my motherfucking name. Mm-hmm. And they will. And, and you know, it's crazy because I don't hide that I have a warrant. I have a warrant. You know what I'm saying? But I know that in Minneapolis that for what my warrant is for, they're not worried about that. I, that's why I still go to meetings. That's why I still go all up in the police departments. Because when you're out here doing the right thing, and the police know you're out here doing the right thing, and it's just a petty warrant that you're trying to handle, they're gonna let you do you. Yeah, they're gonna paint, they're gonna paint a target on your back too. <laughs> but that's all right. I'm okay with that. As long as I'm out here doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy as hell, man. That we can't get justice. It's it. Here's a perfect example of that. There's a cop in my city who uh, I just got off a local stream from um, local independent media out here talking about. And um, the guy who was hosting the show kind of differed on our opinions on that whole situation. He told me that because he was um, accused of a domestic assault on his wife because there was no evidence to actually support his the wife's claims that the charges were dropped but yet this guy has one, two, three DUIs on his record, two assault batteries on his record. Um, let's see. Um, uh, failure to um, failure to uh, provide adequate um, service to people. Like he has so many different complaints and things on his record, but yet because there's no evidence to support that his wife was actually hurt by him, they drop all the charges. See it all the time. Yep. I mean, like this is like like we can have fucking the longest ass records that like history can even fucking possibly see, and we'll be held and we'll be held accountable for any single thing we do. They can have a they can have a long complaint record, and it's like it, it doesn't even matter when a crime is committed by them that they're on trial for. Like this is what I don't understand. Like, why are our records used against us, but their records aren't used against them? Mm. Great point. Is it because they wear a badge? They work for the government? Yep. System of design. It's not for us. No, it's not. And while you was playing that, I was looking for this book that you know, I'm giving out a, a shout out to Mercedes Baines. She wrote a book about it's called Against All Odds. Mm. And she was a victim of rape. She was kidnapped. Took guy took her behind a abandoned apartment. And, mm. raped her. and she faced a lot of, you know, she didn't understand why she was going on with her um, life as being, you know, on drugs, alcoholic, but, you know, that was not the only time she's been raped or right. or anything like that. So I recommend for whoever has the time to read her book, once again, it's called Against All Odds. You can find it on Amazon, Mercedes Baines. It's a very strong, powerful book, especially for us women that are survivors of rape and trying to get by. I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, if you can get, uh, 
it from Mercedes directly, please do. Or but, uh, also Amazon is a great tool, is a great tool because I know mm -hmm. that we can't, you know, we until we can get our own systems in play that we have to still use the things that are out here so that we are able to still support our brothers and sisters. Uh, but I just want people that if you can support Mercedes directly, please do. Because uh, it's always better to support. Yeah, she's on Facebook, so I don't know if she has any more copies or not. But she's a family member. Oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna find out because we're gonna support Mercedes because this is one thing of how we support each other. Uh, you know, everybody's so quick to go buy the uh, New York's best times seller, but what about supporting each other? Because I know a lot of independent uh, writers uh, that write great books but get no no play from the communities that they support, that they love, that they live in. Yes. I placed it in the chat, so then that way, hopefully, we can yeah, share definitely it. Gonna do that. Definitely going to do that. Uh, anybody got any final thoughts before we end today? No, I'm just going to say, as women, we have to stay strong, but we have to continue to fight you know, this just us system when it comes down to us being victims, but we can't be survivors until we can overcome our victims. So that's a powerful way to sit up here and understand that, you know, you can't never be victimized unless you allow yourself to continue to be victimized. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Preach. Matt, you got any closing words? Hmm? You got any closing words? I'm actually uh, trying to see if I can find a PDF of this book online. Ah. Right now, that's what I'm doing. I didn't. Th I didn't think I'd be able to though, because it's not. It's not like a. Um, book made by a corporation it's a privatized and it's more you know independent so mm -hmm. you're, not, you're probably not going to find a pdf you probably have to buy it which i'll probably end up buying a copy at some point or we'll figure it out that's what we're here for it's sad like as a dude like as a dude it really bugs me that like I see like women just abused all the time by other dudes and like I, and most dudes just act like you know it's okay it's not okay yeah. no it's not no, <laughs> exactly. no it's not <laughs> so it's sickening because like I mean for, in the same respect as a dude we've also been wronged by women in our lives too so we know what it feels like as a human being you know what it feels like to be wronged by somebody else. No, definitely. Uh, it, it transcends like gender roles completely. Um, until next time, uh, meditate through the pain, celebrate the ties that bond, liberate our people, educate our youth, 
so we can stop the bloodshed, be the change. Win or fail, freedom or jail, heaven or hell, wish me well.